primary ignition. This is Star Wars. Look out! You may fire when ready. From the bright center of the galaxy, I'm Quacks Kondak, and you're listening to Core World News, your whole net news service providing in-depth coverage of the latest stories from every sector of the galaxy. Now for your new segment rundown for February 26, 2023. 99 problems but a bad batch, 8-1. We now go live to the CW newsroom to join your hosts for the review of Bad Batch episode 10, The Retrieval. All right. Thank you very much, Grex. Welcome, everyone, to another edition of Core World News. We're so happy to have you here, um, whether you're watching us live on YouTube right now on a Sunday night um, or if you're just listening to the podcast. Um, it's great to be talking about Star Wars, um, and we've got an exciting week coming up. We will be talking about Bad Batch, which is coming out every week. But first and foremost, uh, Mandalorian comes out this week, so we wanted to give our, uh, you know, final thoughts before this thing kicks off. Gentlemen, um, hello. Good to see you. You guys guys pumped for Mando uh, Season 3 here? I I am ready to be cleansed in the waters beneath Mandalore. Like, I am, I've been waiting for this show. I feel like... Filoni and Favreau have just carried forward the, the the torch of George Lucas in such a brilliant way in, in this series. That I think this is the only sort of uh, media within Star Wars where we can get the George Lucas feel. And it's it's back in Mando, and I can't wait, guys. I'm super excited. Yeah. I am similar, but I, I a weird thing was I, I if you would ask me like two weeks ago, I'd be like, yeah, whatever, it's fine. I'm sure I'll enjoy it. Um, and which felt like a weird reaction to me because I've only loved the the Mandalorian like I, I've never had a bad feeling about it but for some reason I think it's because it's been so long it's been so many other things I also from a side note as a human as I'm getting older I think I realize I I manage my expectations by pretending I don't care about something until it's right around the corner and then boy do I really care about it when it's like three days <laughs> away so I went from like not caring to I cannot wait for anything more yeah I'm all, I keep my yeah. my you know apprehension in check I, it's, it's not here till it's here and then like last week it was like mm-hmm. there was something posted on starwars.com it's like mandalorian one week away or eight days and i was like oh my I, I, it just snuck up on me because <laughs> there was a text. lot of release dates yeah, kicking yeah, yeah. around in march in my old you know my old noodle and um and but this is definitely the highlight of the month um yeah and now that uh now that jedi survivor got pushed um, and yeah, I'm so, so excited about it. I, I, I just want the whole season. I just want to like eat the whole season. Is that wrong? Like, you know, the first episode will probably be like 47 minutes if we're lucky. Um, yeah, if we're lucky, but I, well, I feel, like, I feel like the first couple of seasons of Mando were just this jumping off point for what's going to be this yeah. larger sort of mythic journey, which is like. I guess restoring Mandalore and the Mandalorian way and sort of what that means. I feel like that's going to be huge going forward. And yeah. I can't wait to see like what role the armor plays, uh, what Mandalore looks like at this point. It looks like we're going there. Like that's to me, the most exciting thing about this season is yeah. the journey. Um, yeah. Well, where are all those other Mandalorians coming from? Are they from Mandalore? Is this just like a ragtag group that have been, just kicking around on that planet that are, you know, the few survivors who are they. Um, yeah, yeah. Th- that's definitely going to be stoked. 
Um, Sabine Wren, is she going to be in this? Um, there's been a lot. Yeah, of- could that be a, a huge surprise in this season? Is that the intro of Sabine? Possibly. We know she's cast. Yeah. Well, and that's she's definitely cast, and and that's something else that's happened. I feel like season two was. I, we joked about it when it was happening, but season two, every episode was a backdoor right. pilot to another show, which kind of actually happened, right? Because we have Boba Fett. We now have Ahsoka Tano coming. We were going to have Rangers of the Old Republic. That's not happening, but I think we're going to get probably something spinning out of that. Um, and then and then we have Skeleton Crew, which didn't directly spin out of anything. But we, I think what we saw in, in season two is this introduction to this larger Mandoverse. And so not only is this like this uh, this season setting up kind of what we're going to see for the rest of Mando, I think we're seeing I think I think we're also just starting to see the larger world that he's inhabiting. Yeah, absolutely. And also just to see the factions of the Mandalorians and much like mm-hmm. Palpatine sort of corrupted the, the galactic, the history of the galaxy. Maul corrupted the history of the Mandos. We have the Death Watch and this sort of like stringent creed. And then we have. I think the the new Mandalorians, which is sort of like Bo Katan and and um, you know her gang, which are like we don't follow any sort of creed, or I guess they are the old school original Mandalorians when you think about it. But um, it feels like they're just the more the freedom fighters, the sort of like um, the, the less dogmatic um, <laughs> sect crew. I really like um, Bo Katan in that crew. I hope I hope Din does like choose to to side with Bo at the end of the day. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm really excited about the ideologies of the various ideologies of Mandalore coming to four. Um, I assume that uh, Din Djarin's going to be successful in uh, reachieving his Mandalorian status. And if that opens the door for the armor to tell a little bit about her story, uh, her story, I know, like, you know, I'm pretty sure she's a Maldalorian. Um, she's yeah. got the horns, yeah. so that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, and we yeah. know their sect is Death Watch, which was taken over by Maul and was ultimately the downfall of peaceful Mandalore. Um, so I think you know, if you know, we get Din Djarin with the dark saber as a Mandalorian again, he's got to figure out an ideology to follow here. Um, yeah. So I wonder what yeah. that's going to be, or or create his own or unite the right. clans, right? Like I don't know, but I feel like. I feel like the whole thing is, I mean, the, 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 one of the previews for this started with kind of, um, you know, the armor telling him you're a Mandalorian, no, no more, right. No longer. And I don't think like, I can't imagine the season's going to go with him going to Mandalore, cleansing himself in the waters and then she accepting him back and then everything's good. Right. Like it's the dramatic beat has to be him rejecting her statement. Like you don't decide whether or not I'm a Mandalorian. I (laughs) I wonder if part of the statement is going to be, I am, uh, I can only imagine you're no longer the man. You're no longer a Mandalorian, and he just says, "No, I am the Mandalore." Yeah. Look at me, right? I like I wonder if he claims the title, right? I wonder if that happens. That'd be wild, man. I would love that. I would love yeah. for him to go down to like the caves of Mandalore and like, you know, ride a mythosaur out and then like <laughs> yeah, yeah, use yeah. the force <laughs> and be like Tarvit who Tarvisla who? Yeah, <laughs> Dinjarin. Yeah. My name is Dinjarin. I know, and that would be really the story from or that almost was in Rise of Skywalker, right? It's like it doesn't need to be another Vizsla, you know, just because you know right. the original that's Mandalore what... was like it can be just a random foundling, and that's a cool story. It is, yeah. So I have a question, or, or I want to get your guys' thoughts. Is that like so? The previews are really, really, really focused on the Mandalorian plot right the plot of mandalore and and 
we get a couple of some glimpses, but I feel like these previews are always really good at misdirecting, right? Like, look over here while really this is also happening over here. And I think this that's happening over here that we're not really paying too much attention to is like, what's Grogu's yeah, story I, this season? We're, right? I'm excited we're getting to Grogu now because this is, I think I'm most excited to see yeah. the continuation of that archetype. And I don't think Grogu ever, we ever get more story in the future with Grogu. Grogu kind of, for me, lives as this archetype of this child who uses the, who can just use the force. Mm-hmm. To me, that's endlessly fascinating in terms of like, um, what you do, what you can do in scene work with that. When when Grogu uses the Force, why he uses the Force, that stuff is so fascinating to me. Yeah. So I think, just as an inherent archetype, the the child, the the Grogu character is uh, endlessly interesting to me. Yeah. Can't wait. And yeah. like what? Yeah. I mean, they can create a new archetype for what a Force user is. It doesn't have to be wearing robes, flipping around with a lightsaber. Um, he can just be using the Force in different ways. Though, <laughs> I mean, I don't put it past Grogu to flip around. Yeah. At this yeah. I mean, that's one of the only yeah. things he learned, right? While he was with Luke, but he has leveled up here just by hanging out with Luke for a while. Um, and, you know, maybe he's. <laughs> I can't, I can't believe you just said that sentence, but all right. I mean, is, did it not happen? <laughs> that happened. That actually no, it's happened. 100%. That actually happened. Yeah, yeah. He just like leveled up and like he's back. And now he's like, you know, this is great. This is good. That's stuff. like number two. Ask me if I if I could ask have any master in Star Wars. It would probably be like Luke just, just after Return of the Jedi. <laughs> You'd be in for wild times, yeah. man, because he was just like hustling. You know, he was yeah. just faking it till he made it yeah. at that point. But I mean, yeah. you get to Pulls go to all these in. wild places. And yeah, <laughs> it's true. But I, I liked Luke quite a bit. That the little bit we saw of Master yeah. Luke in 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 yeah. Book of Boba Fett, um, I really enjoyed that version of of him to see that he, there was a moment where he was a, a sage yeah. teacher. That's right? the Luke that yeah. I've always, you know, as a kid growing up, like wanted to see. I wanted to see a bunch of like, okay, yeah. Luke's a Jedi. That's awesome. But you know, we got it in Return of the Jedi yeah. for a hot minute, and it was super fun. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, actually, it was he was pretty. That was a pretty astounding Luke series of events. It was um, it as was, a Jedi. Yeah, but then we had to wait thirty five years yeah. for another movie. So yeah, <laughs> we kind of kind of missed out. Hopefully, we'll maybe fill in some yeah. of those gaps. Um, yeah. But it should be fun. Um, another thing with the old Force Arena, um, we've we've got leveled up Grogu, but we have the problem of the dark saber mm-hmm. that um, the man you know Dinjarin doesn't really know how to use it yet. Um, there's a lot of chatter online that. Um, on the Reddits is actually my preferred um, social media poison. Um, and yeah, that Sabine Wren could actually come into the fold and teach Din Djarin how to wield the the Darksaber, which would be poetic in a lot of ways. Um, yeah. I, I mean, that makes a ton of sense. I mean, it'd be, it'd be I don't know how to say this. I don't, I don't want to say this because I'm going to say it and then I just made a hair movie. It'd be weird yeah. if she didn't. Whatever. I'm not a story writer. They can you prove me wrong happily, but like it, it'd be odd at least that we know she's in this universe, right? She's no, yeah. we know she's in the Manoverse. We know from Clone Wars that she, you know, had spent quite a bit of time with the Darksaber, and that's a big part of her storyline. And that not to transfer into this would be odd, yeah. I would think. So, in case, um, yeah. you're not a Rebels watcher, um, yeah, there's a time there. First of all, yeah, be a rebels yeah. watcher. Don't, don't miss out on this because if <laughs> yeah. this next paragraph I'm about to say doesn't hook you, then I don't know what will. Um, 
so Sabine Wren goes with Ezra to Dathomir to recover uh, some relic. I forget even why he was there. It was something about Maul um, to do with Maul. And then she stumbles upon the Darksaber um, in Darth Maul's lair on Dathomir. And then um, and then Kane and Jarrus teaches her how to use it. Um, and it's a, a really cool series of like, you know, you need to get your like your own force, your own humanity in tune with the kyber crystal that lights a, a you know a lightsaber and so there's it's a really great series there um and so it'd be great to see that flip on its head and have sabine um pass that knowledge down to din Djarin. Or, or not and then and then it opens up the door for a really amazing conversation between sabine wren and bo katan if they get in a room together because um also from rebels um Sabine Wren just gives up the Darksaber to, um, to Bo-Katan and, uh, as was prophesized, brought the downfall of Mandalore. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it looked like when she did it, it was like, oh, okay. She's just like, I don't want power, take power, go. But like the rule is you got to fight for it. Um, so, and Bo-Katan didn't do that. And Sabine Wren at that point was a stronger, um, Mandalorian. So anyways, that's a that could be a lot of fun stuff there if Sabine Wren gets in the fold. And I also I sort of imagine uh Grogu watching this training and like you know, like maybe it falls out of Dinjarin's hand and Grogu picks it up and they're all like, whoa, and he's just like, you know, whipping it around like it's a like straw. And he's like, Oh, cool. Grogu with Darcy. Yeah, because he's like instantly right in tune now. with it and like yeah. I don't know. So is, is Grogu the Mandalore? Don't if you keep saying it, you're gonna wish it into being, will it into being? I think. Um, I don't know. There he is. He's Wait, gonna is get a helmet, and then he's gonna have the dark saber. Is Bo-Katan sitting on a throne at one point in the trailer? Yes. Yeah. On her, I think on her, her own throne. Yeah. Um, I forget what clan she is, but where, where's that? On a slagged Mandalore. I think it's her. It's her. Um, her yeah. seat. You know, of her family, and she's all that's okay. all that's left. Yeah, I haven't seen it in a minute. I feel bad that I don't know clan names right now. I mean, it's probably Clan Catan. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Clan Catan should be the name of our thing. Yeah. Yeah. Clan Catan. Uh, Well, there's still time. Um, Yeah. Any other? Any other? We'll have Clan Catan uh, corner, which will will happen at the end of the show. Um, Yeah. Um, anything else? Any other tidbits that you're looking forward to in the show, or are you just going to let it happen? I mean, Grief Karga's drip was pretty yeah. incredible. Just, yeah. <laughs> just going to throw that down. Carl Weathers keeps leveling yeah, up look at, himself yeah. with his drip. <laughs> just upgraded. Yeah, I'm looking forward to catching up with him. He's always a he's always a favorite. He always comes in, does a good job. Um, I think we're going to get Grogu's uh, first words uh, this season. Okay, which are? I don't think they're I don't know. Jarin, yeah. I don't know, right? Like it's so tough. It's it's daddy. It's, I don't know. Yoda, it's probably. Yeah, Yoda. Oh, that'd be amazing. Yeah, uh, Jedi. No, I don't know. Yeah. Something. Something. You'll see a hologram of Yoda. They'll do the yeah. the Ryan Johnson. Do you think we get a Thrawn uh, in this, or do you think they're saving that fully for uh, Ahsoka? I don't know. They may want to tease it. We do know that. Um, I, th- yeah. I don't know if it was this week that it came out that. Um, John Favreau, in anticipation of a writer's strike next year, um, has finished writing season four. Yeah. So, and then in yeah. he in a brief interview, he was talking about you know then trying to 
have an event where it pulls things together, which makes me uneasy. Um, <laughs> but you know, um, those events yeah. are can be fun, but they can be I, forced. See, I almost think Amanda and Grogu need to remain drifters at the end of all. Oh yes, yeah. yeah. That's almost where I'm gonna steadfast like think. That's where I think it needs to go. Ultimately. Yeah, I, I, I agree. don't know I'm if with he you, can be Mandalorian. Right, yeah. I think he has to be a drifter, and Grogu and him have to just you know lone wolf and cub through the galaxy for till the end of their days. I mean, maybe they do an inversion of the of the story, right? And the refusal of the call is actually the his, his apotheosis, right at the very end, like him, yeah, know, him claiming it and then throwing it away, realizing that he had to choose Grogu over Mandalore. Like, like I've had anxiety over this helmet for far too long. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, that could be okay. wild. That'd be really good. I think it's more likely um, we get Boba Fett. You know, his little seat of power gets nuked. And he gets launched off as a drifter, but it's it's not that sort of wolf and cub story that we love with um, Dinjarin and Grogu. So, yeah, I mean, no, but it'd be interesting if they become adversaries at some point, right? They're both drifters, yeah. but adversaries. Like it's just just think about old EU where like every fifth book Boba Fett would just pop up again to mess with well, uh, <laughs> mess with also, uh, Han Solo. I, I do have to say, it's also nice if. Maybe he does confront Thrawn at some point, and Thrawn does use the context of, oh, you know, like the original Mandalore used the Force, but like you use this child. Like, what's different from how we use our, you know, um, wayfinders or whatever they, however they use Force sen- sen- sensitives in the uh, Chiss Ascendancy? Like, how is it different from what he's doing? Like, other religions and cultures have like abused Force sensitive people and used them in, in malicious ways to get to have their gains. Whereas the Jedi were sort of this like sort of like wonderful, peaceful order of force sensitives. And it's kind of a different, a different whole like milieu and atmosphere. And I feel like, I feel like he, I, I could see Thrawn some fun dialogue being, you know, thrown against Mando and Grogu and sort of what that situation mm-hmm. is. Like who better to comment on that situation? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would be yeah. wild if we got thrown in this one. Um, because, like, he's probably thinking about the Mandalore. He thinks about the history and pa- the past and culture. Yes, and he's he's studied Mandalorians, right? Mandalorian culture? Yeah, he's probably studied Mandalorian. I mean, so he we know Thrawn learns yeah. about cultures through art. I'm trying to think if in Rebels he ever really scrutinized the Mandalorians. I don't think he did, but um, he probably, I mean, he can. And if anyone is ever going to reveal anything about the Yoda species, it should probably be Thrawn. Yeah. <laughs> That's about it. It's oh, like yeah. I can't yeah. think of another way to even do that. But like about Grogu or anything. Yeah. He's like, Oh yeah, these things are all over the trees on this one planet. Oh, yeah, There's just... like they're everywhere. <laughs> He's like, I've been on a world of They're like things. bunnies. They're all yeah. Right? <laughs> Their M counts are <laughs> off the yeah. charts. Their M counts. Oh boy. Uh so remember oh not remember, but the other thing that, that um Favreau mentioned in some interview, um I think it was the same interview I mentioned he'd already finished writing season four. Um, is that they don't? He doesn't have an end in sight. Yes, yes. I I forgot to mention that. Yeah, I did catch that. Yeah, which is great. Yeah, thoughts. Is it? Yeah, I'm telling you, they could just have serialized adventures forever. I kind of like it, right? Like, because I feel like sometimes I, I mean, you don't want to get, um, you you don't want to experience the 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 lost syndrome, right? Where it's just like you introduce all these things. But I think the show is so great at that it didn't introduce 
it's, there's not a lot of mystery boxes opened in the Mandalorian. It, it is it is very. We also very, have a major. You know, we have major Jedi four. stories ahead of us too, with like Ezra, Ahsoka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That you can kind of like, exactly you can tell some of these other stories. Like I think every time they open a mystery box in this show, the mystery box is taking a a, a place to see. Uh, you know, is in another um, another show, right? Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's. That's definitely going to be. Uh, you know, they're going to have fun exploring all of that. That he, I think they did said that say that skeleton crew is not connected, or like maybe look for maybe one character crossover, but it's not. It's not super connected to the Mandoverse. So that was interesting. Um, but I, I can't wait to just see Ahsoka and see what that story is, and see what Filoni's doing there, and see what I hope Filoni could. Filoni, I mean, Ahsoka is something that maybe could continue for a few seasons, right? Like if it, people just really love it, I feel like. Yeah, a fun show to see carry on. Um, yeah, um, I, yeah. I hope it keeps going and going forever. That's, I mean, we that's what we talked about in um, way back when it started. It's just like this could go for a very, very long time. Plus, it's like you know they can always just use stunt people and um, to fill in for um, you know the uh, Pablo whenever he's busy doing any of his other major IPs, right. When he's in some other blockbuster TV show, but no, it's true they could very much treat it as a voiceover yeah. role, right? Like just he he does it in the booth if they really need to get creative. Yep. Yeah. Pretty sweet, man. Anyways, can't wait for Mandoverse to continue all those shows. Uh, super excited. Um, definitely Grogu highlight, Bo Katan, Mando, Dark Saber, all that lore. Can't yeah. Wait. I'm not sure when we will do that podcast yet, what night, but um, now that we're doing these live events um, and Mando is a big deal, we'll try and get the word out uh, a couple days before um, yeah. we know what we're doing yeah. there. Um, so, yeah. Why don't yeah. we uh, switch over to the old Bad Batch? Sound good? Let's do All it. All right. Let's do it. If you're having clone problems, I feel bad for you, son. I have 99 problems, but the Bad Batch ain't one. Hit me. This week we're covering Bad Batch episode ten, the retrieval. Uh, guys, yeah. uh, did you have a chance to watch this this week? Oh yeah, twice. It did. Wow, I did about super uh, fun. Half an hour ago. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. What you What do you guys think of this episode? Episode ten, 10 um, episodes in at yeah. this point. Yeah. Uh, before I got that, I got a question. What What does the title mean? Because when I saw the title, I thought the retrieval was the retrieval of the Bad Batch, right? Because we were promised in the last episode that uh, Sid was sending out someone yeah, to get them. Yeah, I thought we were. Yeah, we yeah. should definitely get into that, and we can, we should get into that right Let's now, honestly, because yeah. I feel like that hasn't that's not even in this episode, and it's like last episode Sid promised she or reluctantly was like, "I'll help you." Yeah, I guess I'll help you guys get off off world. I know you're you're stranded there. Their ship was stolen. Um, and uh, in this episode, no, no one comes. Sid, Sid didn't send anyone. No one from Sid's no. side came to save yeah. them. They had to save their and own. Don't bus. you think it's funny? It's a uh, story yeah. about, you know, a malicious, greedy, uh, maybe has a some sort of eating disorder person. This is a little, little on the heavy side uh, who is exploiting their yeah. workers for their own profits. And I yeah. mean, Sid yeah. is yeah. not exactly smelling like a rose right now. So I'm curious if they yeah, take some of the do. lessons they learned on this unnamed planet um, and then uh, and and look at uh, Sid through a different lens. Oh, super, super interesting. So in the summary, 
there's no Sid. Like Sid, there's no domain contact Nothing. with Sid. No one, no yeah. one. Sid didn't send anyone. It's kind of fun to see that the story took it just a wildly different, a different direction, and sort of it was all about the Bad Batch sort of uh, recovering their ship and getting off world themselves, which was very cool. And uh, here's a quick, here's not a quick summary, but here's a pretty comprehensive summary of exactly what we watched. And uh, we can even break out whenever you guys want to, to chat about certain moments. But um, in this episode, episode 10, The Retrieval, Bad Batch remains stranded on a remote desert world as they try to locate their ship. Omega has the brilliant idea to track Gonki in hopes his signal will lead them to the ship's location, which was st- the ship The ship itself was stolen by a young Ipsia miner and thief named Benny. Struggling to fly the unfamiliar ship, Benny takes the Marauder to an old Techno Union mining site now ruled by Mako, a greedy foreman who struts around with a retinue of armed security droids and tightly controls the supposedly limited food supply to ensure his workers remain both loyal and servile. Benny is hopeful he'll be rewarded for his find, but Mako laughs at his request for a standard water ration and gives him a few drops of his canteen, and allowing him to keep the power droid as well. While the ship gets stripped by Mako's followers, Gonki makes contact with Omega and relays the coordinates of the mine to the Bad Batch. Batch infiltrate the mining colony and find Gonki and Benny and Benny's quarters. The Batch make Benny lead them to their ship, but the route to the lower levels is perilous, given they must rappel down an active exhaust port. Hunter, of course, leads the way and makes his descent down the stack. The stack. Their stealthy approach is nearly compromised by a patrolling security droid, but Hunter quickly dispatches the droid and the team make for the ship. While Hunter, Tech, and Wrecker work on repairing the hyperdrive, Omega and Benny go to the central tower to disable the ray shields above. Inside the tower, Benny and Omega make it to the control center where Omega starts her data link. While Omega relays the access codes to Tech, Benny secretly presses a button on a nearby console to alert Mako and his guards. While they wait, Benny and Omega have a heart-to-heart, but Benny struggles in poor living conditions. Omega informs Benny that the contrary, contrary to what Mako says about the Ipsium, they've been selling, it isn't degraded, and there's no reason they should be starving. Just as Benny is beginning to see Omega's point, Mako bursts into the room and his droids apprehend Omega. Benny feels terrible for betraying Omega, given it was Mako who had been lying to him and the others all along. The, the Batch rush to rescue Omega and face off against Mako and his droids, just as Mako seems to have the edge. Benny holds up Omega's device and exclaims the rest of the work to the rest of the workers that Mako has been keeping the profits to himself. At that moment, Mako orders his droids to drop Omega into the unstable Ipsium below, but the Bad Batch and the workers fight to save Omega and take down Mako once and for all. In the end, the Bad Batch recover their ship, and Benny and his fellow miners get to finally share in the profits they rightfully deserve. The end. Nice. That's well what we watched. Um, yeah, very nice. So, so great. You you uh, texted earlier today. Uh, very thankful on my end, offering to do the summary. Um, but I appreciate it. But I was watching it. I ended up writing my own sure. summary. You guys want to hear? Okay. Yes. Oliver Twist in space. <laughs> yes. Please, sir. Can right, I have some more? It was very Couldn't Dickensian help. in terms of the the, yeah. the orphan yeah. uh, miners. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, I couldn't help myself, but, but no, seriously, good, good job. No, yeah, it was it was interesting. Benny was a we have now have Benny. We now have a new Ben. <laughs> Benny Barrow, which yeah, is a pretty Benny. funny name for a thief. <laughs> he wasn't yeah. borrowing it; he's stealing it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. A thief, a thief. Yes, uh, I guess he's called in the episode description or something. Yeah. They're like, they must trust a thief. And I was like, is he just a thief? Yeah, he's like this abused minor kid. Like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's an orphan. To Dickens. Yeah, I know it's it's. I, I mean, technically, by his actions, he's a thief. But like, yeah. <laughs> by his upbringing, he's like, yeah. yeah. When you're hungry, you yeah. start thinking about stealing stuff real quick. 
Yeah, and when you're only told that the only way you're going to eat to survive is by stealing, then are you really a thief? <laughs> like, are, are oh, you right. just, you know, yeah. like the rest of us? <laughs> yeah. Just wage slaves. Um, I I mean, like, who, which of us aren't actually stealing from people in the jobs that we do? Not me, Anyway, Adam, moving never, on. Never, I mean. Nope, not me as a higher ed. Yeah. Uh, anyway, moving on. Uh, continue <laughs> talking. Um, I, I looked up Mako just to get this out of the way to see what species he was because he looked familiar, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I just couldn't place it and um, wasn't able to find anything. Um, not determined at this at this juncture. Um, but he's, he is referred to as a slaver, um, which is kind of interesting, right? Because I thought he was a foreman. I called him like greedy yeah. foreman. I don't, yeah. I don't even know what his role it's, was really. But I guess, I mean, yeah, those kids were treated pretty horribly. He like gave out one bowl of soup to like 10 kids. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's the thing. Like now we're getting the definitionals, right? Like he, they are like not, they, they are not working for pay, like real pay, right? They're working for room and board, which is at, at its very best indentured servitude, but even indentured servants are earning a wage to pay off their indenture to, and this that's not happening, right? Like literally it seems like their, their only option is to work in order to survive, which is, I guess at its core, the definition yeah. of slavery, right? Because there's no ability to accumulate wealth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sorry, was... as a sociologist. Yeah. Well, they seem to have like good quarters and they get like entire droids and things like that. Like it, it wasn't too bad. It's just a food situation. Like, Mako was tightly controlling the food supply. And that was like, yeah, that was what I, I thought mean, was the biggest abuse and the biggest offense. It was like none of these kids, none of these people had food. Yeah. No, they didn't. To the point where we see Benny when he's stealing the ship, he sees oh, like yeah. a ration bar on the floor, like a, like a ration rat. off the ground and like, blows yeah, the dust off yeah. And eats it. Like, Which is super telling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like, and that's the other thing is like, you know, talking about it is it is, it is also like, it is it is a it's related to slavery in this term of like, yeah, their conditions were okay and and they had a lot of other stuff, but like the and and really I think you know Omega asks Benny at some point, like, why don't you just leave? Right. And he just that doesn't seem like a, an idea to him, right? And that is that is part of, of slavery, the history of a lot of different slavery, but in particular American slavery, this idea of like the, the 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 slaves had the numbers right, but the mentality wasn't there because the of yeah, they kept them the, there. Yeah. the system yeah. right and and the brainwashing and and the entirety and 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 seeing it as just, this is just this is what life is. There's no other option, right? And so that leads to me to my super depressing moment of just like I love the ending of this, of this show, uh, where like just because of one data pad they all rise up against Mako, uh, that also seems not realistic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fortunately, like I was honestly waiting for Benny. Benny's story was believable because he she he had Omega, right, to kind of show him yeah. other options. I thought for sure Benny was going to show that data pad to the Drake. I can't remember the other kid's name, but his rival Drake, Drake. and Drake was going to lie. <laughs> I thought for sure Drake was going to look at that and say, "I don't know what you're talking about, Benny." Like because that to me seems like the yeah. more realistic. <laughs> Is there a tear? I always take care of my earners. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Wait, so that's what I wanted to get to, though, is the conditioning of these kids and how, like, he would, I guess, reward some of them for certain weeks and things like that and play favorites with and sort of rotate them and and, and sort of keep up the optics that, you know, some are doing well at certain times and 
play with their spirits yeah. and sort of yeah. manipulates them in this yeah in this really disturbing way because that when he dies i say take him out once and for all but really when when he dies at the end benny is like sad yeah that mako dies he's basically like distraught that that yeah. happened yeah no it, it's true it, I mean, he Mako had almost was, like a connection was, to him yeah. because he had been rewarded in the past in some way even even then with the cantina water and the droid like that was something, but it was awful. Obviously, it's nothing. It's yeah. just he had yeah. he uh, had to take in a lot of new information to, over the course of that thing. You know, pretty much the sun rose and set on Mako's shoulders for him in the beginning. It's all he had lived for, and then all of a sudden he realized, oh wait, no, he's just been cheating us <laughs> and hoarding it and exploiting <laughs> us. It's and awful, awful. Yeah, person. he's been starving us to death for nothing. <laughs> yeah, for nothing, and and. I, I that that idea of like playing favorites and it's just a it's 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 I mean it's Fagin which is again from Oliver Twist it's just it's just brilliance right because what you're doing is you're 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 playing all of them off against each other so that they can't coordinate right because you start seeing that some are better than others and more favored by Mako and you can't trust each other because they're gonna write each other out I mean I mean the fact that like Benny hits yep. that button. Right. That is that is amazing, because at that moment, he. Like he hits the button, you see him thinking about it, you see him thinking about the entire thing. Mako comes in and says, where are the others? At that moment, you think maybe he's going to actually like support a Megan. He goes, no, they're in the yeah. shuttle bay. I can't remember. But like it still sells out. Right. Like because it's just that it's that, that yeah. ingrained. It is depressing. Um, so I'm just like Mr. Depressing right now. How do we feel about uh, the likelihood or or how well these uh, freed slaves are going to do uh, kind of run in this organization I on themselves. Great. It's going to be all high five. <laughs> I think they're going to be great. Yeah. It's like, they might need some counseling counseling. and therapy, but I don't, I don't know. That's just, that's yeah, just I'm, a little, for them. I'm a little worried. They're just going to kind of rebuild Mako's thing with uh, playing favorites against each other and having like best earners and stuff. And just like, you know, um, I don't know. We're really good with capitalism uh, to kind of reinvent capitalism every time we we think we destruct it, deconstruct yeah. it, and we create another organization. Um, but I mean, I at least know. like they can look, get to a fist fight over, the, right over the hierarchy of yeah. power. Mako had the, that droid sort of bodyguard, uh, you know. That's yeah, true. So yeah, I, that's I mean, and they mentioned food yeah. like twenty nine times in the last two minutes of this. I like. I mean, he's eating an apple, then he's eating another thing, and he gets th food thrown at him. Yeah, and then they like he's like, it's time for grub. Like then they eat another. Yeah, they meal. said it's chow time. Yeah. Let's chow down. And like yeah. I was like, yeah, I think they're gonna do yes. fine. It's gonna be awesome. I, I have a. I hope so. I hope so. Awesome. Yeah, they're gonna do awesome. I love that, Grant. Um, I have a question for you though. Like Is there it. another class yeah, below? these guys like are there actual just like full-time miners because or are they also miners as well as thieves and makas super yeah. unclear i didn't know because he was like send them to yeah. the mines for 10 years that'll you know if they live that long and you always see people sort of going in and out of the mine um for the ipsium in like on that back mortal combat catwalk that's like in the background <laughs> yeah 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 they did show yeah, yeah. that one time i only got one that's look a at that's a really good point, Ben. You're right because because these these are the kids that go out and mm -hmm. steal, right? And that's and that's what they're rewarded for is they're seen to have like the biggest earners, which to me seems the people who bring yeah. back the best things. You're um, right. So we have no idea earn what by the miners, miners are like. And 
That's true, yeah. one way or the other. And yeah. there's groups and it's all children yeah. and they rotate in and out. I mean, because I think in, in hindsight, it's like, I think maybe they all are also minors, but um, do whatever. Maybe. Well, it that seems super valuable. Yeah. I feel like they, Maka wasn't sharing how much he was making. No, no, not at all. Yeah, I think, I think they'll, they'll be off. I think they'll be, they'll be fine financially uh socially i worry about them yeah. but you know hey it, <laughs> maybe they're great. um i think i think the yeah i think the good news is um also i think they're gonna be fine because it's star wars i think if it's the real world i'd be a little more concerned um but i feel like uh benny um will yeah. I, we're gonna see him again do we, do we all think and so we might get a little kind of you know we'll catch up about how oh, the yeah, rest of them right. are doing because yeah, that was a very he's like if you ever need a thief and it's like well yeah wink wink yeah. Nudge, nudge. Yeah, probably yeah. gonna need a thief, um, there at some point. You're right, yeah. And so hopefully we'll we'll get a little quick update on how it's going. Um, Boba Fett, Benny team up, Benny and the Benny Fett. And the fat. <laughs> Benny <laughs> and the Fett. Benny and the Fett. Wow. Can we just end? Can we end the podcast now? I, like, how do we go from anywhere from there? We uh, did it. Um, I, yeah, I don't have much to say about this episode. It was. It was. I thought it was fun. Again, the lighting. We talked yeah. about the lighting yeah. and the, the animation work is astounding. How about lighting, that landing? Music. Hunter, yeah. Hunter repelling down the, uh, the stack, yeah. exhaust stack. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, I'm literally watching it right now. Um, it's really good. I will say, um, you know, won't go into too much details on the air. I've had a, I've had a week and a half. Uh, and so, you know, I, I'm uh, a little like very, very, very tired. And so... Uh, I tend to get emotional when I'm very tired and I watch things, uh, which is kind of my favorite thing is to like be like watch a watch a movie when I'm insomniac because I can actually like feel my feelings. <laughs> uh, but like Omega's Omega's leap of faith, I actively yeah. got choked up mm. that she saw Hunter and like change what she was doing to immediately like, push herself off the catwalk to be like it to yeah. lava, basically. And that's how much to trust him. Like I literally was like I was literally getting choked up in that moment of just like it's amazing the family they formed so quickly that he she just was like, Yep, I'm safe. I can like throw myself in the lava and I know Hunter. Oh, or Grant, was there something yeah. else going on there? Perhaps was she tapping into some sort of unseen uh, <laughs> uh, energy field? I didn't get that. Did you get that? I didn't get I'm, that at all. I'm telling you, I'm looking I out for I you, Grant. She... I may I, just I don't think it's going to happen, but I'm rooting always... for you. <laughs> I feel yeah. like she knows she needs to create more time <laughs> I... in any situation. She's like, how can I just at least hold on to the droid for a second, create a few more seconds of time so Hunter can get in position? Because the Bad Batch just takes a second to get in position, but once they're in position, yeah. it's hundred it's yeah. a million percent success. Yeah. Like It's fun. Yep. I like yeah. that a lot. And we know that Omega is also, I mean... Uh, we've seen young uh, episodes in Clone Wars of young clones. They are not as adept and savvy as Omega is. She's special, um, and she she's doing she some is. really amazing things. I mean, like the intro sequence. Yeah, that is like episode. a forced jump though, because yeah. she gets she goes super far. I'm just telling you, mm -hmm. and timed oh, it up just oh, right, and knew yep. she had to like pull the droid, and then like she was <laughs> that was all going on in her head, like you know algebra or whatever, like floating over her mind. <laughs> and uh, I don't yeah. know. I'm just saying it looked kind of interesting there, Grant. If if we were looking for evidence that I wasn't looking Jedi, for it per se, I was actually just more just blown away by tech and wrecker just one-shotting those droids <laughs> in that, brief instant. that yeah. was my favorite moment of the oh, episode man. i was like and those droids are done sorry mako yeah like the we don't miss line uh is really great <sighs> yes that's a good line. it was like oh you yeah. are the bad yeah. batch aren't you <laughs> yeah 
No, it's very true. I yeah, that, that the catwalk cool. scene. Thank you for pulling. Was really yeah. well done. Like it was very, it was well done. I appreciate again that the second they saw that Omega was in danger, there was like no like, there was no thought about putting the the guns were yeah. just down, the blasters were down immediately, right? And they're like, well, I guess we'll go work in the mines for ten years now. Yeah, yeah, like, that wasn't gonna happen. Was exactly, yeah, it's like it's cute. Yeah. You thought that he's yeah. like, I've got this whole situation under control, and it's like, no, you don't. Yeah, um, that uh, that reminds me of sure. my. Was it, it? It was pretty touching when Omega was like, "The Marauders are home. Yeah. It's our." we see it as yeah. our home it's the only home we have i was like it's amazing that yeah. that was oh that, that brought my thing but oh ben you were gonna jump oh in on, I, what were you gonna say well yeah, I, I, I I, the, my other favorite possibly my favorite line of that was um you stole the wrong ship <laughs> which is yes. begging yeah. to be said and it was like oh boy yeah. yep you don't want to steal that yeah. ship at all I, I can't believe I waited this long to say this, but like justice for Gonky, not even justice, but like this is Gonky's app. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. he was the linchpin of this whole thing. If it was for Gonky, they wouldn't have found the, the damsel uh, the in ship. distress. Gonky. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. a whole big bear bear hug by a uh, wrecker. At the, the, yeah, the useless power droid. As yeah. Marco and it's like, whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. How dare you? I was like, how dare you? Yeah. And his gonking sort of gets to him after a while. He's like, it's, oh. it's great. Yeah. He's just like, gonk, I feel like gonk, he does. He recede gonk. into a dark corner and just gonk quietly at yeah. one point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's amazing. Yeah. Gonky's <laughs> awesome. It's like, you're going to have a droid, but it's just like, yeah. nope, that's the one. That's our droid. We don't need like a. Wait, how about that hangar where like they land on a shelf and the hangar like retracts oh. into the bill? I was like, what? Yes. It's thankfully the ship's not so cool. two feet taller. Because it wouldn't fit. <laughs> that like, always it happens. Like, yeah, I was like, well, right was that? And then, yeah. yeah, yeah, that park job was also questionable. Yeah, and they they sat on that scene for the whole closing of the door. They really did, and, yeah. which is great. That's yeah. Star Wars to me. It's like, yeah, yeah I, this is. I want to see that. That's what I'm here for. Like, story is great, but like world building is better. And like, this is amazing just to see the, <laughs> all that. Yeah, and you could file that under animation because it was just like, yeah. Classic Star Wars scene, and in a nice uh, beauty shot, hero slash hero shot for the Havoc Marauder on its little turntable there. So yeah. that's cool. Um, yeah. So I, I'd love to get to the end of this episode. Um, we get, you know, a couple of things. Uh, firstly, watching the them, you know, the Bad Batch leave in the Havoc Marauder was like a very uplifting and fun scene. I, I enjoyed that. Um, but then we have a little dialogue exchange here about the empire is not the only threat. Um, we've seen mm-hmm. so many like Mako and um, I think it was tech who, who Omega was talking about this and tech said there are many more like us. Um, yeah. Right. Yeah. That was such a fun, beautiful. Yeah. Moment. And uh, you know, so I don't know, I'm always searching for something deeper, like a storyline that's like carrying these things through a direction. But I mean, is he just vignetting here? Is this just like, is this a little microcosm of Star Wars? And there you go. You know, or is this yeah. leading us somewhere? I think he's just alluding to the other people who are resisting the Empire and resisting the corrupt and evil sort of yeah, right. persons in the galaxy. I mean, it could be a yeah. little meta, right? Because it's, I mean, they're, this is, those people are the disparate rebellion waiting to be formed, right? And then they just yeah. get off a planet where they formed the rebellion to overtake, you know, and they even say this is a microcosm of the, of the empire in this episode. So, um, yeah, I guess, I guess it's just a sort of hearken, like we're getting slowly towards the rebellion, 
but they're way yeah. away. I mean, this is year one of the empire still, I think. So, yeah, I, I read it similarly as like foreshadowing yeah. that they're going to start, they're going to start intersecting with some of these other proto rebellion type people or things. Mm-hmm. I, you know, because I, I mean, the other question I have is like, we, we've talked about Sid a little bit and, and Ben, I loved your analogy there of, of that. I didn't even pick up on that, but the second you mentioned like, oh yeah, it is exactly like what what's going on with Sid. Like I, I can't imagine that we're gonna go into season three with the Bad Batch still working for hanging Sid. around and working yeah. for Sid, right? Like you can't it can't be, right? Yeah. So so I feel like we gotta move these characters forward in some way. And this season seems to be them awakening to the fact that they have to do something more for the galaxy. Yep. Yeah. I hope so. I mean yeah. they've been leaning on that like every episode sort of quoting it. Um so yeah, I hope um, I hope they go on a new adventure. It's like the Sid thing's fun, but it's just leading to these vignettes. I want I'm ready for the Smoking Man episodes. Um, yeah, this and, and let's let's push the plot forward a little bit. We're, we've only got six episodes left, right? So six, and I think they're gonna. I think the last two are on the debut on the same day, right? Yeah. So we only got five weeks left. Yeah, right. But we're still gonna have some overlap with Mandalorian, so that's gonna be wild. Sure, this is our, our first overlap in the yeah some... major. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that'll be rad. Our cup floweth I know, over. These, I know these last two, yeah, these last two episodes uh, were relatively short. Uh, expect a long one next week, yeah. I would guess. Yeah, I would write math. Lots, lots of Star yeah. Wars coverage. <laughs> yeah. Um, awesome. Well, uh, any other final thoughts, y'all? Just uh, thought it was funny how tech pronounces Nava computer. Navi computer? I don't think I picked it. I don't Navi think I caught computer. it. Navi. Navi computer. I was astounded by <laughs> it, and now it's the only way I can hear that word. Yeah, there was a couple of lines in there. That was one that harkens back to something, and then records like, this is a waste of time. Like, he does, like, the Luke Skywalker, like, line delivery, which is kind of funny. <laughs> records secretly is. <laughs> that would be great. Luke Skywalker. That would be great. Um so yeah, true. but That's another funny. really fun ride here. Um, I can't wait to just go back through when this is done and watch them all and just like soak it all in because it's a fun ride. Um, the crew's great. So, all right. Well, I guess we'll wait till next week and we will cover not only the next episode, episode 11 of The Bad Batch, but uh, episode, oh gosh, I guess it must be episode 17 of, um, of The Mandalorian, right? Eight and eight. Right. Um, yeah. Cool. So we'll be doing that next week. Thanks very much for hanging out with us this week. Um, And until then, may the force be with you. This is Grex Kondak signing off for the news on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you and good night. Remember, the force will be with you always. always.